the use of herbal remedies can be traced 60,000 years back to remains found in northern Iraq. Herbs were often placed in large quantities in graves, apparently for use in the afterlife. True medicinal herb craft is a skilled art, and some herbs should not be taken even in the form of a tea or added to a bath during pregnancy or with certain chronic conditions. Dosages too need care. Magical herbalism, however, is a safe and effective way of transferring the healing properties of herbs, whether for yourself, family or friends, without needing to take any of the herbs or herbal infusions internally. The ancient Egyptians believed that plants were made from the first material at creation, and so because of that, each herb possessed a healing essence or spirit. When therefore the herb was cut and empowered magically, the healing spirit passed into the user. The Celtic Druids also used herbs in this way. And while they did practice true herbalism in the medical sense, many of their rituals, it would seem, used the magical properties, the internal properties of the herbs, transferred in ritual to the spirit of the person. The combination of magically charged herbs and higher healing energies drawn from the source of light, whether you regard that as the god, a goddess or the angel of the earth, do seem, by connections we scarcely understand, to trigger the physical and emotional properties of the herb, and then to make our immune system kick in and give us the healing as if we had taken the medicine. Each herb has a meaning. For example, milk thistle, dedicated to the Virgin Mary because it was said that the milk thistle was created when her maternal milk fell upon the herb, is associated with skin problems, with natural immunity, all matters to do with mothers and babies, and with improving health after a long period of medical treatment or if you have become debilitated or depressed. Whatever herb you use, and you can, as I said, find the lists online, and I've given some actually within the material associated with the recording, you'll need four herbal healing, a mortar and pestle, or a bowl and wooden spoon to grind and pound chopped fresh herbs and flowers. Or if you prefer, you can use dried cooking herbs or even herbal tea mixes of the kind you buy in the supermarket. You can mix and match your herbs for different symptoms. For example, you might add mint for nausea or rosemary to lift exhaustion or to help you to concentrate. You can carry out magical herbal rituals for yourself or for those you love who are absent using a symbol or a photograph of the person or if you wish an animal or even a place keeping the magical empowered sachet next to the photograph. If you don't have a photograph, write the person's name. Or if you want to send healing to a place, cut a piece from a newspaper, perhaps showing a war-torn zone or somewhere where there is famine or really bad pollution, perhaps after an oil spillage. Work after dusk. The kitchen or living room table is an ideal place People have gathered here for folk healing over hundreds of years 
And this is a remarkably homely form of healing. Put your healing herbs in the mixing bowl. Sit quietly before you begin and light beeswax or pure white candles or a lamp that casts light over the bowl. Put your hands around the bowl and ask the angels or just the benign power of light to bring healing to whatever the herbs are for. Begin to mix the healing herbs, stating as a chant the purpose of the herbs and the person for whom the healing is intended. This could equally be a sorrow or a fear as well as for a physical ill. For example, chamomile, chamomile, heal the pain in my heart. Chamomile is the gentlest of herbs, often used for treating children. It's also a very, very good herb.